a brand new edition of the Popcorn Reel Podcast. I'm Omar Moore, your Prince of Popcorn. On this brand new episode, the first of 2023, my look at the five best lead performances by a female actor on the big screen in 2022. I'll start that monologue, that conversation, with you right after this. Popcorn Reel Podcast with me, Omar Moore, your Prince of Popcorn. The awards season on the big screen is in full flight. We've had several awards bodies decide which films and which actors and which filmmakers were the very best of 2022. There are still many more awards bodies yet to have their say on this particular topic. And in the meantime, I will be talking in this episode about the five female actors who gave the best performances on the big screen in a lead role in 2022. It is so good to have you here listening to this brand new edition of the Popcorn Reel podcast, the first of 2023. Welcome aboard. So I want to start off with the first of the five best acting performances of 2022 by a female actor in a lead role on the big screen in 2022. I am excited to talk about this subject because it's a subject that saw many performances last year on the big screen, illuminate our hearts and minds and give us lots to think about and a lot that was never forgotten, particularly with some of these performers. The way I'm going to talk about this on this episode is to talk about these performers in reverse alphabetical order. And I'm going to be playing you clips from each of the performances. Starting with this one. Sammy, we're going to use Daddy's camera to film it. Only crash the train once, okay? Then after we get the film developed, you can watch it crash over and over till it's not so scary anymore. And your real train won't ever get broken. One more thing, Dolly. Let's not tell your father. It'll be our secret movie, just yours and mine. Okay? Okay. That was Michelle Williams starring as Mitzi in Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans. Michelle Williams plays a character who, as you heard in that clip, has a lot of love and devotion for her son, yet finds herself entangled in other matters that are very close to her heart. And in this film, at least in the scene that you probably could sense when you heard it, there is a great deal of sadness amidst the love and the joy in her life. 
Now, I'm not giving away anything from this film, and if you've not seen The Fablemans, I recommend it highly, and you should see it. What I am saying is that Michelle Williams has an art of conveying such moving lines in dialogue that penetrate and that really do resonate with you. They certainly did with me in The Fablemans. She loves as much as she cries and she cries as much as she loves and she loves deeply. Mitzi is a character who belongs to this world, but a world that traps and restricts women. And I think the way that Michelle Williams portrays Mitzi is with a sense of commitment, longing, intellect, and a sense of loyalty to not only the character, but to the story of the Feldmans. Her performance is not one that is outsized. It is not one that drowns the narrative. It is a performance that amplifies the narrative and complements it at the same time. Mitzi is a character that you feel from the heart and soul, even as you might wrestle with some of the things that she does. Michelle Williams at all times provides an empathetic, open, balanced and complex look at this character and never makes her anything less than three-dimensional. Sometimes actors in a role like this are guilty of trying to force you to feel one way or another about them. But Michelle Williams, and she's done this for such a long time, plays characters with such an open-endedness and palpable feeling that you can't help but feel for them, even if you may have differences of points of view with them. But there's always something grounded in what Michelle Williams does on the big screen, something that's really anchored to the earth, anchored to a sense of balance, a sense of purpose, and a sense of movement and hope. Whether she plays characters like Mitzi or Marilyn Monroe, Michelle Williams always has a very strong discipline to the way she performs. Her discipline is absolutely clear and really focused. And I enjoyed what Michelle Williams did on the big screen in 2022 with this character, Mitzi. It's a beautiful character, a character that certainly is one that you might wrestle with as you watch The Failmans, but it's always a character grounded in finding the truth of her situation as it relates, obviously, to herself, to her family, and to the world beyond. Michelle Williams won the first of the five lead female actors who I thought put a fabulous performance together on the big screen in 2022. Sorry, I'm just trying to wrap my head around um, around that. So what are the hours? Regular hours. You do realize this is a very competitive position. Yeah, sure, I understand that. What, what I don't understand is how you feel so comfortable asking someone to work without pay. You know, when I was your age, they told me all I could be was a secretary. Okay, but secretaries get paid. That's not the point. 
Well, when you were my age, did you have $60,000 of debt? How about this? When I was your age, I was the only woman in a room full of men. But you had a job. Okay, right? you know you're, you're getting paid. Am I, I wrong? I have the time for this. Clearly, you're a bit spoiled. Spoiled? Let me be frank with you. You don't belong here. Because you think everyone is out to get you. None of us are out to get you. Oh, especially Christ. me. Right. I'm well, trying to help you. This was a fantastic list. Thanks very Thank much. Thank you. No more talking. Just leave. Thank you so hey, much. Hey, if you want to tell me in. what to do, put me on the payroll. How about that? The last lines you heard there belong to Aubrey Plaza. And she is the next of the lead actors who gave, I thought, one of the best performances on the big screen in 2022. And that was Aubrey Plaza playing Emily in the film Emily the Criminal. It is a film that I think is a quite good film, good screenplay, and an independent work that moves by very quickly and with a lot of calculation. And Aubrey Plaza brings a coolness and a danger to the work that she does on the screen that is silver. Allure and mystery. There's a lot going on beneath the surface of the characters that Aubrey Plaza brings to the big screen. And sometimes it's much more than what you see, but you feel it. Beneath the surface, there's a semblance of an inkling but maybe there's something more that this character that Aubrey Plaza plays in any given film is going to do. There's something left for her to do or something that she is going to do. And you sense that that something is coming. And in some of the work that Aubrey Plaza has done on the big screen, that something does come. In other works that Aubrey Plaza does on the big screen, that something perhaps never arrives. The something could be mischief, might even be empathy, or it could be malevolence or something perhaps more volatile or vulnerable. And I think in the film Emily the Criminal, Aubrey Plaza conveys all of these different things and does it in such an understated way. And that's what makes her performance stand out for me in the film Emily the Criminal. She plays a character who has to make some choices in her life relative to her financial position. And I'm not giving anything away here. It is how she responds to the consequences of those choices that I found most intriguing and interesting in her performance as Emily in the film Emily the Criminal. Aubrey Plaza, I think, has developed a lot of range over the last few years I thought that she was immensely good in the film Ingrid Goes West, a film that I highly recommend to you. And she has become one of the uh, reliable mainstays of independent cinema. In much the same way, I might add, as Chloe Sevigny has carved out a career of playing characters across a spectrum, particularly in independent cinema, Aubrey Plaza is doing much the same these days. And this performance, I think, is her very best in a film that is very economical. Aubrey Plaza's economical performance meets that and then some. Everything that she seems to do in this film as a performer is a fine move on the chessboard. And the dances that the character that she plays has to do are very intriguing and then you are forced to ask yourself, 
as a viewer watching this, would you do what Emily does? Aubrey Plaza is a performer who gets us to think, gets us to laugh, gets us to maybe shriek, but always remains interesting to us as we watch her work. And she is a fine actor. Aubrey Plaza does fantastic work in Emily the Criminal. And she is one of the five best lead female actors on the big screen in 2022 for this particular performance in Emily the Criminal. There's more performances to talk about on this edition of the Popcorn Reel podcast of the best lead performances by female actors on the big screen in 2022. More of that conversation is coming up right after this break. of popcorn. On this episode, continuing the conversation about the five best female lead performances on the big screen in 2022. I've already talked about Michelle Williams in The Fablemans and Aubrey Plaza in Emily the Criminal. Next, this performer. Oh, he just doesn't understand how different things are down there. Auntie Lizzie said Bo's been working the fields. Oh. <laughs> I can't imagine. Bo in the hot sun all day pulling some cotton. Oh. But Auntie Lizzie said I raised one nice, hard-working boy. That's my Bo. Yes. Mm. Can't believe he's been gone a week. Jane and I want to take a trip soon, but I really want to go down to Mississippi and bring my son home. If Bo could just get his feet back onto the Chicago soil, he'd be one happy kid. I, I don't know why I said that. Looks like your little winning streak is over, maybe. <laughs> well, look at that. <laughs> you want to play one more hand? Sure. But you deal this time. Danielle Deadweiler is outstanding as Mamie Till Mobley in the film Till. It's a film that you have to watch on the big screen to register the feelings that are exuded by Danielle Deadweiler's superb performance. And what you see on the big screen in this role for Danielle Deadweiler is internal, visceral intuition. That's how I describe parts of the performance in this really good film. What Deadweiler does is clue us in to how she's feeling about the future. That's what this performance does better than anything else. Danielle Deadweiler is masterful in this film. And she is always giving us something in her look, her feel, her speech 
She's giving us a glimpse into the future. Playing, of course, a real-life person in Mamie Till Mobley, who made it very clear to the world that she wanted the world to see what violent white men did to her son. Deadwater is very subtle in this film, and it's the fact that her performance is on the big screen that magnifies the expressions and the gestures and the feelings and the movement that she is giving us in every and any given moment in the film Till. And what Deadweiler does so well also is to convey the unspoken. Every gesture and expression and movement that she performs in this film is actually done very quietly. But as I said, cinematically, the camera really picks up and magnifies her state of being, her fear, and her profound certainty, even before it happens, about the safety of her son, Emmett. A mother knows. That's the phrase that I've heard before in life. A mother always knows. And from the very start of the performance that Danielle Deadweiler gives on the big screen, she tells us that she knows. Even before the awful, ugly, violent things that happen to Emmett Till take place. None of those things is captured in the film, but it seems as if, through Danielle Deadweiler's performance, the feelings and the actual violence being done is reflected in how she feels, what she says, and how she moves through day to day. She's already planning for the end. And that is something that is not just powerful, it's profound and it's shattering. And in the scene I just played, she's sitting around a table playing cards. And it's as if she's not even really engaging with the women that you hear around her at that table. She's really engaging with herself. There's this internal monologue going on. And perhaps she's even talking to a higher power. Danielle Deadweiler was outstanding until, and I think that in any given year, she would have been sweeping all of the awards. It's such a memorable and indelible performance. It's one that resonates beyond the end of the film. And it's always one to come back to. I'd watch Till again and again, just solely for Danielle Deadweiler, who evolves throughout this film in a way that's profound and meaningful. And her complete commitment and intellect in this role are just so clear and obvious. If you could play intuition as a performer, how would you do it? How would you express what intuition is without it being outsized and oversized? Well, I think Danielle Deadweiler provides the manual for that particular type of acting and that particular process with the process that she undergoes and executes in this film. For 90 years, Dahomey has lived under the thumb of the Oyo. When it rains, our ancestors weep for the pain we have felt in the dark hulls of ships 
bound for distant shores. When the wind blows, our ancestors push us to march into battle against those who enslave us. When it thunders, our ancestors demand we rip the shackles of doubt from our minds and fight with courage. We fight not just for today, but for the future. We are the spear of victory. We are the blade of freedom. We are the home man. That was Viola Davis as Ninushka in the film The Woman King, directed by Gina Prince Bythewood. Viola Davis continues to do excellent work on the big screen, and this film was no exception to that. Her character, Ninushka, is someone who is a warrior who is fighting to preserve the kingdom of Dahomey. And it is, of course, under the rule of the Oyo, as you heard there in that clip. Davis is soul-stirring, passionate, brilliant, and absolutely transfixing in The Woman King. You can't take your eye off of Viola Davis in this film. And the subtlety of her performance in lots of scenes in this film, I think, is the real gift that you get from watching her on the big screen. And I really enjoyed watching Viola Davis do what she did last year in Gina Prince Bythewood's film. Viola Davis gives you different temperatures and tapestries of performances and of characters. And in this one, she gives us the warrior that you just heard exhort her troops or her soldiers into battle. And she gives you in quieter moments revelation, beauty, spirit, love, empathy. There's a beauty in all of the things that Viola Davis does on the big screen. And she cultivates characters that are determined, uplifting, flawed, vulnerable, and another word that Viola Davis herself likes to use, messy. And there is a certain amount of all of those things in the character she plays in The Woman King, Ninushka. But I love the way that Viola Davis navigates all of these points of her character. And does so in a way that's not only utterly credible, but also in a way that is very much in keeping with authenticity. No moment is too large or too small for Viola Davis. And the character, Inushka, meets the task in every moment. And I loved how Viola Davis made this character not only her own, but a true character that belonged to the kingdom of Dahomey. And I mean true in the sense of what she stands for, not true in the sense of she's actually a real person. Although Dahomey is far from a fictional place. It is not Wakanda, shall we say. Viola Davis fits this role so well. And in her physical and in her spiritual and in her profoundly heartfelt moments. She does each of these things for Nanuchka in an utterly convincing way. And I wanted more. I wanted much more. 
When you watch a film like The Woman King, I wanted to see even more from Viola Davis. Of course, there's only so much you can see in a two hour and 15 minute film. But that's the kind of performance that you really want when a character leaves you wanting more. And I felt that way about Viola Davis because she continues to give you things and you continue to want more. She's feeding you the brilliance that she has with the characters that she devises and creates. And you're always wanting more. Not that she's not giving you more, not that her performance is less than, it's certainly not. The intelligence and the capacity of what she does on the screen is never outsized and never minimized. She keeps a range, and that's what I loved about Ninoshka. Viola Davis keeps this range of this character very much in focus and very much alive. There was never too much of one and too little of the other. And all of these things, I think, modulate together really perfectly in a very good performance as Ninoshka in The Woman King. Time is the thing. Uh Time is is the essential piece of uh, interpretation. You cannot start without me. See, I start the clock. Now, my left hand, it shapes, but my right hand, the second hand, marks time and moves it forward. However, unlike a clock, sometimes my second hand stops, which means that time stops. Now, the illusion is that, like you, I'm responding to the orchestra in real time, making the decision about the right moment to restart the thing or reset it or throw time out the window altogether. The reality is that right from the very beginning, I know precisely what time it is and the exact moment that you and I will arrive at our destination together. And it is time to talk about Kate Blanchett, who plays Lydia Tarr in Todd Field's film Tarr. And you just heard the clip there, and it is one of the clips. There's so many clips I could play from Kate Blanchett's outstanding performance as Lydia Tarr. But I will settle on the one that comes early on in Todd Field's film. And she explains in that clip, does Lydia Tarr, the meaning of time and what it means to her as a conductor. And she plays a conductor for the Berlin Symphony Orchestra. And it's a character that is not just a conductor. Lydia Tarr is many things, as you hear early on in the film. And she plays many people, in a way, if you think about it, or many types. And yet this film is such a mystery and such an intrigue and such a fascinating character study that you don't even see Kate Blanchett when you watch it. That's a tribute to Kate Blanchett. Usually when you watch films, you see performers acting, and you don't see that in Kate Blanchett's performance as Lydia Tarr. You just see Lydia Tarr, so much so that you are convinced that she is a real person. I certainly was convinced that she was real. I went on the internet to look her up after I'd seen Tar, and I was crestfallen to realize that this was not a real person. And that is a tribute, again, to Kate Blanchett and what she does in this film. You do not see Kate Blanchett. You see Lydia Tar, And there is no break in this performance. Kate Blanchett is on screen in every single scene of this film. And yet, 
There is no break in any moment of that performance. Nothing about the performance where you see an actor portraying a character. Nothing at all. And again, she plays so many different people, so many facets of a person, while her character seems to be more of a functionary or a metaphor. I am not going to give away anything in the film Tar. I am simply saying that Kate Blanchett's work here goes deeper than she's ever gone before in a film. And while we know that Kate Blanchett is one of the world's finest actors, we also know, at least I feel, that some of the work that she has done before does not even penetrate the surface. And she's done fantastic work before. And this is someone who speaks not as any kind of real Kate Blanchett fan. I am a big fan of this performance, however, because it is one of those performances that is one of the performances that you can't think will be topped again by Kate Blanchett as an actor. It's that good. But this isn't about talking about how great Kate Blanchett's work is and can it get better. This is about the performance of the year, a performance that for me was head and shoulders above anything else on the big screen that I saw performance-wise in 2022. There's no question about that. Blanchett has so many ranges and dimensions in Tar, so many facets, so many secrets, and so many surprises that you have to put this all together as one of the great screen performances of all time. Perhaps only Barbara Stanwyck could have pulled off what Kate Blanchett does in Tar. That concludes my look at the five best female lead performers on the big screen in 2022. They were, in reverse alphabetical order once again, Michelle Williams in The Fablemans, Aubrey Plaza in Emily the Criminal, Danielle Deadweiler in Till, Viola Davis in The Woman King, and Kate Blanchett in Tar. Please make sure that you see all five of those films. They are available now, streaming or to buy or rent. Don't forget to follow yours truly, Omar Moore, on Twitter at the popcorn R-E-E-L. And on post at post news, that's post.news forward slash popcorn r-e-e-l on fan base at popcorn r-e-e-l and don't forget to subscribe to the youtube channel youtube.com forward slash at sign popcorn r-e-e-l or search in the youtube search bar for popcorn r-e-e-l be sure to subscribe and like the videos there and spread the word about the YouTube channel as well as this podcast, which you can find on Apple and numerous other podcasting platforms. It was a pleasure to be able to speak to you about these five performers, fine, excellent work from each and every one of these lead actors. I do hope that you enjoy this award season. 
And I do hope that you've enjoyed listening to this edition of the Popcorn Reel podcast. And until next time, I'm Omar Moore saying see you at the movies.